10 signs she's wasting your time. Guys, stop acting like your time is not precious. I'm sick and tired of men just literally kneeling at women that are wasting their time. And I want you to really understand that if you treat yourself of value, you will find value. And I want you, especially all those good men out there, especially all those men, men that clicked subscribe on this channel and I've worked with, I know you were investing in real change. And this is why it is so important that I put a video together like this for you. So let's get into it. But before we do, if this is your first time visiting, I welcome you to subscribe. My name is Apollonia Ponte. I'm a dating relationship and attraction coach and life coach for you men to really master your attraction skills and confidence overall in every area of your life. Now, sign number one that this woman is wasting your time. She does not know what she wants. She might be going back and forth. I don't know if I want a relationship. I don't know. And is really kind of giving you the ring around a rosy when you are kind of focused and you're on a mission and you know what you want and she's back and forth, back and forth. And maybe this has been going on for too long. That's your first sign. Number two is she continues to tell you she is dating other men once you guys start connecting, guys. Okay. There's a difference between maybe going on one date and she's like, yeah, I'm dating other men. But once you guys are still connect, starting to connect, maybe sex is happening, maybe more emotional intimacy is happening, and she still continues to tell you she's dating other men, then she's probably not the girl that is really ready to settle down. Number three is she does not reach out or plans dates or ideas with you. Guys, this is significant. If you haven't seen my video yet about testing woman standards, I'm going to put it down below in the description box and I'll put it up here on one of these cards as well for you to check out this video next, because this is what I talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, hump day has arrived and so has another powerful topic. But you know what? Robin has inspired me. I think my Thursday, which is my Friday, I think I may do respect my privacy show. Huh? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be an, an advocate of Stian, Stephen A. Smith, but I think there's so much meat left on the bone about this. But I'm, I digress. Tonight's topic... An equally important discussion. The bank of time. How expensive is your time? Now, I was in the lounge, of course, and uh, I'm listening to a group of men and women talking about people wasting their time in relationships. And I want to I want to present this from a different perspective, right? Here, I, normally I wait, you know, till later in the show before I start really getting into the meat and potatoes of my particular perspective. But I'm gonna give you what I think now. Should I? Somebody call me one 1580 The voice of reason is live on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty tonight. The bank of time. Have you ever had your time wasted? What does someone wasting your time look like? Have you ever wasted someone else's time? Hmm? What does the phrase time 
is a valuable currency in life mean to you? How does the allocation of time impact our overall life satisfaction? Can time be equated to other forms of wealth or currency in life, such as money and happiness? What are the signs that an intimate relationship is consuming a significant portion of your time? Hmm? This is going to be heavy, man. This is going to be heavy. This is just going to be heavy. Are y'all ready? 1-800-920-1580. How can one determine if their time is being wasted within an intimate relationship? I I, I know I said I was going to give you my point first, but I think I'm going to withdraw that. Andy, has somebody ever wasted your time What did it look like? I want people to call in tonight and tell me what it looked like when someone wasted your time. Andy, has somebody wasted your time? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, You know, I hollered at this young lady or whatnot. Um, I was like, yo, let's meet up at at this little bar, little situation. I pulled up. I was there for about maybe 30 minutes or so, waited for her. She eventually pulled up. And I kid you not, it was like she came for a high, a hug, and a bye. And I was like, for real? Really? This whole time, like, you know, I thought we were actually going to hang, maybe have a couple drinks, maybe an appetizer here and there. Mm. But she literally just came to say, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Everything's good? All right, I got somewhere to go. Really? Well, wait, did you explain to her, like, yo, let's hang out, have, you know, some... Some drinks, absolutely. Appetizers. Let's let's catch up and 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 you know talk about some things. It's exactly what I expressed to her. Wow. You know, but you know, I didn't want I didn't really want to push back because even with me even trying to, you know, get her to come out, you can kind of tell like her vibe. Her vibe. You know, I, I think she just did that like as a favor, but she wasn't really interested. And quite frankly, after that moment, you know, I washed my hands with it. Neither were you, right? I wasn't tripping. Okay. All right, I mean, man. I was at the time being, but, you know, it's just, you know, I'm a player. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> you dust it off. You, you dust it off and keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. 1-800-920-1580. I want to know, has someone wasted your time? Have you wasted someone else's time? Right. How does societal pressures or expectations affect our willingness to invest time in certain relationships, 1-800-920-1580, are there specific life stages or circumstances where the value of time in relationships become more pronounced? Very interesting stuff. How do personal goals and aspirations factor into the evaluation of time spent in a relationship? Hmm? Like, I got things to do. Right. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Can a balance be struck between investing time in a relationship and pursuing individual passions? 1-800-920-1580, the voice of reason on a Wednesday. Krishnamurti said it this way. What are the signs that an intimate relationship is consuming a significant portion of your time? Thought and time are together always. They are not two separate movements, but one consistent movement, thought and time. This is going to be very interesting tonight because I want to know. I really want to know. Because let me just say this. 
I have been told that I have wasted someone's time. Somebody told me I didn't sign up for this. And this was a complete waste of time. And what I got, I don't want to give this away. I don't want to give this nugget away. Because it's going to unravel the whole topic. Listen, I want to hear from my friends out there in the world. We know this is a national show. I want to get everybody on the line. I want to hear your perspectives. I want you guys to talk to me about how your time was wasted or how you wasted someone else's time. What does that actually mean to you? The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, the voice of reason has more to share here. And we're going to talk to some callers. King MJ in the building. Hey, tonight's topic, how valuable, how expensive is your time? Has someone ever wasted it? Time is a precious commodity, a precious resource that should be invested wisely, especially within intimate relationships. In the pursuit of fulfilling connections, it is essential to integrate the philosophy of the great Jiddu Krishnamurti, a renowned spiritual teacher, into our understanding of time. Now, I'm trying to explore a little bit of Krishnamurti's philosophy on time and how it could be integrated into an intimate relationship philosophy here. Guiding individuals so that they avoid wasting their time on fruitless, unhappy, and toxic relationships. 1-800-920-1580 is the number to dial. I want you to join the conversation. Now, if I add Krishnamurti into this piece, he's going to deepen this thing, right, about wasting time. But if I bring Krishnamurti in too early, I want to. But I don't want to give up this nugget right now. I want to hear from my callers, right? I want to hear from my callers. Because you guys are going to open up the way for Krishnamurti's wisdom to potentially shift your perspective about your time being wasted. We've got callers on the line right now. Let's go right to them. True monger, Dallas, Texas, get in here. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Time wasted. Uh, what is it really rooted in? Do you know? You wasted my time. Why? Uh, Why would I come to that conclusion? My time was wasted. How could I come to that conclusion? Talk to me. Either you have some expectations set that probably weren't realistic or lack of maturity. Um. Just, you know, like I was looking in the chat, people uh, treat relationships like a menu. If you don't have this at, have this or that, they're going to get frustrated and they're going to start looking elsewhere if you can't fulfill what they really want. <laughs> if that makes sense. So you because, you basically saying right now, no, keep going. I don't want to give it away. Go ahead, True. Uh, people are really picky, which is, to a degree, is understandable because you can, you only want to allow a certain type of energy around you. But at the same time, a lot of these expectations are based off fantasy, based off things that are 
not even close to being realistic. Um, too busy wanting to live like what they see on TV or read magazines and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, most of the majority of the stuff that you read about is false anyway. Mm. They're putting on a show. They're performing. Mm. So if you want an actor, just go hire somebody. Ooh. Go get your escort and, and play around like that. <laughs> Don't expect that from your partner. Mm, interesting. Because you're, you're, both, you're both flawed. Mm-hmm. And if you spend too much energy trying to cover cover that stuff up, it's going to come out. It's going to come out even worse than what you were trying to, before you were trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once you get that understanding in place, you know, there's really no time wasting. It's lessons that, that should be learned and that you will want to learn so you can help each other be better or help yourself be better as y'all go through your journey together. Mm-hmm. But, but most people want to avoid lessons. Mm. You might be, you might feel like it's a waste of time at that moment. Mm-hmm. If something's not working out, you go yourself away, you go through your emotional stuff and whatever. But once you, when some little time passes, there should be a lesson there that you need to learn. But it's up to the individual where they pay attention to it or not. Hmm. Very good stuff. I love it. I love it. And you know what I pulled out of what you said? Okay. <laughs> you said expectations. And mm-hmm. the expectation not being met. That's a heavy jewel. I want y'all to hold on to that. True monger, you brought Dallas, Texas in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The phone lines are cracking. Let's get them going, 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 going. Ronan from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh-oh. In the build, Ronan. What? Hey, what's going on? Man. <laughs> What is this time-wasting stuff really about? What is it actually rooted in? Uh, I've had a quote I told people. It's like, never prostitute your purpose nor your present. (laughs) Here we go. Never prostitute your purpose or your presence. Is that what you said? That's what I said. What does it mean? Please expound. Well, the thing is, like, as a matter of perspective, when you have quality time in a person, it's more of an investment. You put more of yourself. You see things in the future. You start seeing return of interest mm-hmm. when you have, like, reciprocity. And in most cases, we treat people and ourselves like ATMs. Mm-hmm. We just need a quick fix. And uh, instead of, re- you know, increasing our, our worth and, you know, the value of the people we're with, we cheapen it by reducing ourselves into being, like, bookmark booty. And worse. <laughs> Come on. Now knock it off. <laughs> so I'm hearing this is tying right into Truemonger's point about mm-hmm. unfulfilled expectations, waste yeah. of time. You know, I put all this time, energy, and effort in, and what? Ha- what's the rest of it? And I, what, didn't get what I... I didn't get what I wanted. Come on, Ronan. So you're really saying that it's all just transactional, and that's what leads to this concept of time being wasted. Well, actually, it's the value of said transactions. Mm -hmm. Things, if it's worth the time, it's not not about instant gratification. 
things like you start again investing your, yourselves and people limit intimacy as this as far as physical and sexual but really intimacy is like showing the innermost part of yourself and learning and peeling back those layers that way you build that level of trust and understanding so you can build not just each other but yourselves and make well, some, make a bond that much stronger but wait if i'm really in it to mm-hmm. get my expectations fulfilled do i really care if we have vulnerable and intimate moments, maybe I look at mm. the vulnerable moments as, a, you know, icing. Because really, the cake for me is what I signed up for, right? In, in a way, I so feel like, it, what's the cost of living your life versus the cost of living your life? Ooh, what's the cost of living your life? Versus the cost of living a lie. Man, if you don't slap people upside the head, if they were asleep, they'll wake now. Man, what in the world? I love it. I love it. I love it. Guess what you did, Ronan? Yes, sir. You brought Indianapolis in the building. Hey, if you want to bring your city in the building like Ronan just did, that's my guy. I appreciate him for calling in. If you want to bring your city in, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We've got callers. Let's go. Cali, Seoul, Denver, Colorado. Good evening. Talk to me. Um, so what I was going to say is no one can waste my time. Uh-oh. Here comes but the wisdom. Me. Here comes the wisdom. <laughs> Here we go. Because that's a choice. Mm. Um, I'm going to use some of your wording on this. Mm-hmm. The situation is, whatever the situation is, the relationship is, that that is the, in super positioning. Mm-hmm. And the choice of what I'm going to call it, Wait, did we lose? Oh, there you go. All right. I thought no, we I'm lost here. you. All no, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> the choice of what I'm going to call it is up to me. So it doesn't become a waste of time until I say it becomes a waste of time. It becomes a lesson if I utilize it, you know, to learn all the lessons that I got from that situation. So is it a waste of time if you got the lesson? No. There absolutely you go. not. There you go. There like you go. You fulfilled your purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but oftentimes... Out of selfishness, that's the ego that want to be like, you wasted my time. No, I wasted my time because if you're still here, then there's something in me that wants you here and wants this experience. And until I don't want it no more, mm. you're going to be here. Mm. Callie Soul from Denver, Colorado, answered the call. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, you know the deal. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The Voice of Reason is on fire tonight. The Bank of Time, how expensive is yours? And I want to know, I really want to know, have you let people waste your time? If so, how? Callie just pointed out a great point. I, let me just say this. I believe that all relationships have lessons affixed or attached to them. So if you find the lesson, if you get the lesson, if you understand why you went through whatever you went through, then you could argue that you never really waste any time. But many people will still consider, even though they got the lesson, they didn't get the outcome they wanted. 
they will still consider that a loss and a waste of time, even though they see the lesson, they got the lesson, the lesson was valuable, the lesson probably made them a little bit better, a little bit more aware, and they're still salty because really what they were in it for was the outcome. When I come forward, I'm going to tell you what I think. My playlist is my co-host. We on fire tonight. You already know what it is. The Bank of Time. So I've been procrastinating tonight. You know, just wanting to get other people's perspectives and opinions before I gave mine. Up, we got another caller. So I'm going to bring that caller in before I give my perspective. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Atala, Houston, Texas. Get in here. What's up, Uncle Zoe? How are you? I'm alive and well. Yes, yes, yes. All right, real quick. And you, wait, uh, how are you doing? Huh? And how are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm great, man. Things things are moving. So what are your thoughts on tonight's time? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like your time should be as expensive as the access that you give to people. Mm. So like... (laughs) We, I feel like, and I've done this in the past as well, still learning. We like to basically overextend um, the time that we give to people because we're bankrupt on our value, our internal values. Huh. Nice. So, I mean, there's not enough checklists in the world that are going to keep you from running into someone who doesn't mind overdrafting on your time. Ooh, overdrafting. You know what I love about tonight's topic? The transactional languaging how you guys are framing mm-hmm. it expectations uh trend uh, you said overdraft on your time i mean you're really about to make my point here but go ahead i'm, I'm listening go ahead please continue mm-hmm. i mean like so speaking to that like transactional tip right like if you're moving in a way where it is um transactional so essentially you know, I'll give you access in time if you give me what it is that I'm ultimately looking for. You know, for some people that might be the bedroom, for some people that might be a relationship, whatever. It's like we're trying to bargain with our self-worth and our value instead of, like, building that up and essentially attracting what it is that we that we want to attract. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the reason why people do that is because it's kind of like poker. Like, you're, you're raising the stakes every single time. Um, and a lot of people out here bluffing. So, myself included. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is heavy. Have you ever spent too much time on somebody? Yes. And yes, I have spent, yes. But how did you arrive at that, you know, at that understanding? Like, you know what, I spent too much time here. A- a- answer me. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not all rid of you. <laughs> Basically, I think what I came to was that I understood that Again, my self-worth is not predicated on the perception that someone has of me, right? So I think that once I realized that, and it really just became clear that I wasn't being viewed um, accurately, then I, it just let me know I needed to withdraw. I needed to essentially move on. Um, but as far as how did I know? I mean, you know when you're overdrafted. You know when you're super tired. You know when you need that to- total package energy to boost you up. It, <laughs> right, it's, it's right. like a soul tiredness. It's a soul. You mm. are. You are. You feel it. It's like a, a lethargy within 
your soul. It is something unlike no other because you know that you've essentially, again, allowed someone to come and eat at your table that should have never been there. Mm. So let me ask you this. How does, you know, the, you know, self-worth and time intersect, right? How does your Mm -hmm. self-worth and your concept of your time intersect? Well, if we're, again, equating it to money and price, the higher value you place on your self-worth, you know, the higher value you're going to place on your time. I mean, it's essentially like it's a what they call a directly proportional relationship. Like as one increases, the other increases. So there's no you don't have a cognitive dissonance where, you know, you're essentially like devaluing yourself, but essentially giving this person more and more time, like loaning it out on credit, doing some sort of like. Like, I don't know, what do you call it? A layaway plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you wonder why your time got wasted. Like, of course it did. Mm, good stuff. Good stuff. Atala, you know what you just did? Brought Houston in the building. You hey. brought Houston, <laughs> Texas in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city into this national conversation, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The Voice of Reason is a non-judgmental, no disrespect zone. So all perspectives are welcome. Now, we just left Houston, H-Town. Let's fly on. A, well, maybe you don't have to fly. Maybe you can just drive over there. Austin, Texas is in the building. My brother, Reggie. Reggie, get in here. What's up, Zo? Man, um, I, I'm really trying to answer your question, and I came up with two answers. Um, the first one is, I don't think anyone can waste your time except you. Mm, here we go. Um, Come on. Because no one, no one makes you do anything. Mm-hmm. You choose to do everything. I mean, unless it's like a crime or whatever, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's not what you were talking about. Right. Um, but most, I mean, relationships or whatever, it's, whatever it is, if, if it's work, if it's, um, you know, social relationships, whatever, you decide what you want to do and how much time you want to spend. Mm-hmm. Now, you can devalue your time mm-hmm. because you're doing things that are beneath your means. Mm-hmm. And, but you decide what your time is worth. Mm. Um, I've had jobs where, you know, I've made a lot of money and I have jobs where I've made little money. And I decided what my time was worth. No one told me to make to, to take that job. I I decided to do that. Mm-hmm. And so if I decide to do this or that in a relationship with whomever, that's my choice. Mm. Uh, so I decided, okay, my time is worth somebody not being truthful to me. My time is worth mm-hmm. somebody um, honoring who I am. My time is worth somebody, you know, reciprocating the energy that I give. Mm-hmm. I, I decided that. Nobody else does. And um, so if I look at it that way, there is no time wasted because I decide what my time is worth. Come on. So you mean to tell me <laughs> you're your own kind of internal stock market, right? So you could probably yeah. got low esteem, low, low self-esteem, low self-worth, no sense of self, you know, in terms of a concept of self, no self-concept. You might devalue your time by chasing after other people who don't value you, right? Right. And they're just being a reflection of who I am. Wow. So I'm really not devaluing it. I'm just just, um, reciprocating the energy that I'm giving. Mm. That energy that I'm giving, that low low vibrational energy is worth little time. 
Therefore, the the the, the return I get is is little. You see what I'm saying? So oh, if I heavy. elevate the energy, if I elevate the energy, then I elevate the value of my time. Mm. Mm. You know, uh, but I mean that's that's me thinking about this for ten minutes. I know you have an answer that is that is far. I'm about to you know, share some deeper stuff. than this. <laughs> share that, man. That's uh, what I, that's what I want to hear. I'm about to share, <laughs> but the only reason why I'm asking people's opinions is because I'm listening. And I can see where everybody's kind of leaning. Now, you and Callie's soul, y'all went in the other direction, which is you really can't waste your time. You went the mirror of relationship route, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, yep. you know, if your time is being wasted is because it's reflecting something within you, right? Right. Callie's soul went the other direction, and she was basically saying, if there was a lesson gained, then no time can be wasted. So that 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 made a lot of sense to me too. But I, I'm thinking, if there was no lesson gained, then the value of what you did was no lesson. So there's no time and there's no time lost in that either. I, I don't see how how you can lose. I mean, every second you are living is a gift. Mm-hmm. Like every moment you're living. So you could be doing some foul stuff or you could be doing the most righteous stuff. And it's all a gift because you don't need to be here. Mm. You can you can literally not be on this earth. Mm. So every moment is a gift. How can you lose it? Because you, you're here. Understood. I, it's just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Understood. That's good stuff. I love it. I love it. Thank you for the I call. Know. You brought Austin, Texas in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the routine. You know what you got to do. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm finally going to give up my my perspective on time wasters. The Bank of Time, VOR, live on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. It's interesting how that word compatibility is thrown around. Mm-hmm. And you're so right that compatibility on paper doesn't mean compatibility in real life. Exactly. And to me, compatibility really has another word inside of it, which is like adaptability Mm. and that deeper understanding of an individual where you know how much you're willing to adapt around certain parts of the relationship. But we'll get to that. I think a lot of people, like you know, and, and that's where we got into this conversation around what is slow. A lot of people are waiting to feel like, is this person wasting my time or are they the one? And so they don't have a deeper connection. Maybe they had that spark of chemistry and now that's kind of subsided. How do you know if someone's wasting your time? How do you know if you're letting yourself be used or wasted in that way? So to me, again, I think it always starts with self. And you have to be honest with yourself about why are you still here? Why are you holding on? What's really driving you? Because just use an example, let's say you're a woman and the only reason why you're holding on to this guy is because he's a nice guy. You don't feel like starting the process over with somebody else. So even though you're not feeling it with him, you figure, let me try to make it work. You're wasting your time. Hmm. This is where you're setting yourself up for disaster every single time. So if it's not born out of a true connection, love, a genuine desire, you really like this individual. Of course, there's always things we have to work through, 
But is the foundation strong enough for us to say, okay, we can make something special here? And I think once we are honest with ourselves, that kind of helps answer the question because sometimes we get so caught up trying to analyze the other individual that <laughs> it's like we get in our heads and now we're missing the mark on what's really important here. And we can't always say for sure what's going on with them. I will say that in general, if this person isn't willing to talk about things, they're wasting your time. If they're not willing to address or correct things that have been talked about, they're wasting your time. If you guys aren't on the same page about what you want and where you want to go in life, wasting time. So there are some things I think we can just look at and say, listen, this is pointless here. But a lot of times, and I have to say this, especially for women, Women's intuition is extremely powerful. I'm a huge believer in it. And I feel like women know very early, this isn't it. But they rationalize reasons to convince themselves to give this man a chance. And this, again, is a waste of time because it just doesn't work. I've seen people... All right, time to elevate the conversation. I've heard enough. And although I agree with some of the things that uh, Stephen Speaks says... Uh, can't you see a through line in everybody, the callers and the clips and all of that? It, again, everybody is correlating time wasting with not getting selfish, greedy, small minded, spiritually impoverished people. <laughs> well, if I didn't get what I wanted. It was a waste of time. If they're not having the conversation I want to have, it's a waste of time. Don't you understand that the Holy Spirit, as Callie Soul uh, mentioned in the chat, the Holy Soul or the Over Soul or your higher self understands that sometimes a blockage, right, or a stalling of a situation is sometimes a form of protection. See, we so focused, right? Because that's how we're cultured here in America. That's how we're conditioned. Focused on getting. And if we're not getting, we're losing. If we're not getting, we're not gaining. We're losing ground. That's how we have framed time wasting. Here's my thought. I wrote it earlier today. I firmly hold the belief that in an intimate relationship, time is only wasted when one approaches it with a unidirectional focus on receiving. However, when you shift your perspective towards giving and attentively observing your role in the relationship, your time becomes an invaluable investment never to be squandered by anybody but yourself. Do you understand? I've been saying for a long time, you get into a dang on relationship, you're supposed to be watching you. How am I going to show up? How's this situation going to irritate uh, my shadow? How's my shadow going to try to respond? How do I prevent that? Again, missing the entire point. Everybody is talking about getting. Relationship is a space for giving. Right? 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 We give our attention. We give our compassion. We give our cooperation. We give our collaboration. 
We give our communication. We give our bodies. We give our minds. We give our emotions. Right? And if you're a good person who has done a, a little bit of work on yourself, you ain't got to put out a memo that says, you do know I gave you something, right? And you do know what's supposed to happen when I give in a relationship. You're supposed to give. Can we? It happens organically. You heard One of my recurring thoughts on this show is reciprocity should be organic. It should not be forced. It should not be, oh, well, I did this. Again, if it's forced, what you have couched in that forced reciprocity is comparison, judgment, evaluation, criticism. Well, this is a nice gift, but it ain't as nice as the one I get. Get deeper, right? Let's get deeper on the bank of time. Let's go. Is the process of psychological healing, whether stemming from childhood trauma, attachment style, injuries, psychological wounds, or past relationship hurts, primarily dependent on the investment of time, energy, and effort, or does it transcend these factors by emphasizing the importance of being present and patient in a timeless manner. What does that mean? You think time heals all? No. It's the work that you do. But because we are in a transactional society, we look at the work over time in a linear way. Don't you know you can get a revelation from God in the purity of the now? God can heal your whole situation right now. Right this second. But because you carry the past, time matters. Oh, you wasting my time because this is starting to look like the last time. Ooh, ooh. Oh, y'all did, didn't think I had something for you, but I did. <laughs> hey, listen, the voice of reason. I'm just getting started on what I want to talk about. When we come forward, the voice of reason will continue this bonfire. Ladies and gentlemen, the VOR back in the building. I'm on fire tonight. Come on. I just want to jump right in, man. So let me get back to it. I believe there's two components here. Many people are unidirectionally focused on getting what they want. Right. They don't get what they want. Their expectations, the outcomes, you know. They don't they're not fulfilled. It was a waste of time. Right. And then the other component is it's a waste of time because you didn't get what you want. But you might not recognize the lesson because you didn't watch how you showed up. See, the lesson in a relationship is connected to the work one must do in order to heal themselves from time. Uh Oh, what? What? Why, why I got to heal myself from time? Well, that's what your attachment style is. When you were a baby, back in the day, you had a caregiver, right? And based on their ability to respond to your needs in a timely manner, you developed an attachment style. So if you're unaware of self, 
and you're not looking for how you show up in the relationship and you're not getting what you want, boom, waste of time. On to the next. That's the culture and society in which we live. Right? See, a lot of this stuff is not about forcing. Many people try to force things to be what they want them to be. At the end of the day, you ain't got to force a lesson if you're paying to you, paying attention to yourself as you go into that relationship. That lesson will emerge from your subconscious and you know it. There have been times where the lesson has tried to come up out of your spirit and you pushed it down because you don't want to face what is yours to face in a relationship. You want to blame. You don't want to claim. This is why we teach claim over blame. Right. Claim all that is yours. Right. All that you are responsible for, all that you're in control of. I'm going to read what I think about time one more time. I firmly hold the belief that in an intimate relationship, time is only wasted when one approaches it with a unidirectional focus on receiving. However, when you shift your perspective towards giving and attentively observing your role in the relationship, your time becomes an invaluable investment never to be squandered by you or anybody else. It all starts with you. This is why I asked the heavy question at the top. Is the process of psychological healing, what is psychological healing? It's the past. What happened in the past? So now here we are trying to mold and cajole and shape and model our relationships to be like this hospital for wounds that we got from when we were when we were children. So when I go to the relationship, well, I wasn't protected. I didn't feel uh, uh, validated. I, I didn't I didn't feel seen or heard at home. So now I must be seen and heard in the relationship. And if I don't get that. <laughs> it's a waste of time, right? Krishnamurti puts it this way. Now listen, without memory, there is no time. For thought to come to an end and for the timeless to be, you must understand memory. For without memory, there is no thought. See, this is the ancient Hindu belief of no mind. Well, this is how you get people talking about it all day. They, they, they don't know nothing about yoga, but they will be on La Cienega in that hot yoga room stretching. <laughs> but they don't know. Un, they don't understand what it actually means. This concept that Krishnamurti is talking about, no mind. That's how you stop the wheel of karma. We say karma all day long. We got kids named karma. <laughs> karma is about stopping psychological knowledge right we go into the relationship with the past hoping that our partner won't waste our time but what you fail to realize is if you come in with the past the past is present in the present moment and when it's present in the present moment it needs to be reconciled see and instead of all of that we have turned relationships into what I can get. And we've labeled that. <laughs> oh, 
a waste of time. Do you see where we're going here? Krishnamurti, what are the signs that an intimate relationship is consuming a significant portion of your time? Thought and time are together always. They are not two separate movements, but one constant movement. Right? The thing is, and this is the part that is really uh, daunting for a lot of people. We're really not about healing ourselves. We're about escaping the pain. We're about escaping the disappointment. And when we can't escape, we blame. Now, I, I, know, I know people don't want to hear that put that way, but that's what it is. See, if you take Eckhart Tolle's work, The Power of Now, when you understand the power of now, you're going to understand mindfulness and relationships. Applying the power of now in relationships involves practicing mindfulness. It means being fully present in your interactions with your partner. When you're engaged in a conversation, we truly listen and immerse ourselves in the experience of listening. We avoid dwelling on the past on past grievances or future worries. Do you know how many people are not in the present in their relationship? They are either in the past, and from the past they are projecting to a particular type of future, and if they don't get it, you wasted my time. If you walk into the relationship looking for you, and looking for how you show up, you're gonna be looking for patterns Reoccurring patterns that show up and you're going to be looking to break those patterns within yourself, not your partner's patterns. Don't you hate it when somebody read a book and then all of a sudden they want to teach? You say you, you, you didn't even you read 32 pages. You didn't even read all the way through the book. Now you proselytize in the book. <laughs> you see, your partner's work is their business. Your work is yours. So imagine you walk into the relationship and you're looking for how you show up. And you're looking for the patterns, the negative patterns, the patterns from the past that show up. And you want to break those patterns. One of the ways of, you know, unfulfilling relationships waste our time is by perpetuating unhealthy patterns from the past. Eckhart Tolle's philosophy encourages us to break free from these patterns by living in the present moment. That means making choices based on current circumstances and feelings rather than past hurts. Do you know how many people live in the past and just can't get over it? Right? Just refuse. And they live there, refuse to get, I don't want to get over it. I ain't going to never forget that. I ain't going to never forgive it either. And this is why they can't move forward, right? And the focus is not on themselves. The focus is on their partner. This happened to me. You did it. And I. And guess what? <laughs> we stuck, right? In the present moment, people, you can master and employ the art of letting go. Many people don't want to let go. Many people identify with the past. Right. <laughs> I didn't get what I was supposed to get before. So this time around. I'm going to get it. And if I don't get it, 
What's the catch word? You wasted my time. <laughs> no disrespect. Many individuals stay in unfulfilling relationships due to the fear of letting go. Eckhart Tolle explains that the past is an illusion and clinging to it only causes suffering. Applying this wisdom, individuals can increase their attachment to unhealthy relationships. Understanding that the future holds the potential for the new, right? Listen, you want to know what your emotional triggers are? You have to be present in the moment when you are relating to another, right? A disagreement comes up, you get present, you get quiet, you get still, and you find out, hmm, what's, what's coming to the surface in me? That's your curriculum. That's your personal curriculum. Many people don't understand this. Relationships are all about getting for most people. Most people don't even understand the concept of giving. Can, when was the last time you gave something without a, uh, without a desire to receive something? When was the last time you gave out of the kindness of your heart? I'm talking about to your significant other. How many times do we, listen to what I'm saying, how many times do we give with the silent, unspoken expectation of receiving? We listen to all the callers in the first hour. We listen to all the clips that we play. And everybody's talking about they're wasting your time if you don't get what you want. Everybody is having a transactional conversation for a spiritual subject. Relationships are inherently spiritual, people. You got to show up looking for mindfulness in relationship, looking to cultivate mindfulness. You got to show up in relationships uh, seeking to break free from your past negative patterns. You got to look, you got to step into relationship looking to let go of those patterns that have come to the surface. You got to step into relationship being aware or looking to be aware of pre-existing emotional triggers and ones you don't even know about. You got to be aware Unresolved emotional triggers from the past often surface in intimate relationships leading to conflict and wasted time. By being present and aware of these triggers, individuals can address them in real time, preventing their reoccurrence. Right? Unresolved emotional triggers. You got you to gotta look for that. You got to get in alignment with your personal growth. Eckhart Tolle talks about this, too. He encourages personal growth as an integral part of living in the now in relationships. This means evaluating whether the partner aligns with your growth and fulfillment. If it consistently hinders personal development, it is a sign that your time could be spent or better spent elsewhere now i'm telling y'all relationships are spiritual what makes them spiritual is your consciousness your awareness but oftentimes we're only aware of what we want and many times we're not aware of why we want it Uh oh uh oh sometimes we gotta get what we want to understand that it wasn't enough Whew. 
But we quick to say somebody wasted our time. We're not aware spiritually that maybe your ancestors blocked it, prevented it, shut it down. Because not only would it have wasted your time, it would have really hurt you. And sometimes your, ans your ancestors will allow you to be hurt so you can grow. Do you understand? There's, there's lessons and blessings in everything. But most people just want to get. And even when they get, they're not grateful. Ooh, ooh. God will give you a lesson. And you'll be upset because you didn't get what you expected. <sighs> huh? You'll still walk away from the most tumultuous yet valuable relationship you've ever been in. <laughs> with a, a whole satchel of, of lessons that God gave you. But because you didn't get what you wanted or what you expected. Somehow. <laughs> Your time was wasted. When I come forward, the voice of reason will be taking phone calls, and I got even more to talk about. Don't get it, tripping. I think that every video I've ever done could be looked at not simply through the lens of dating and relationships, but through the lens of time. The idea of not suffering for longer than we need to, not spending longer with the wrong person than we need to, not repeating the same mistakes that are costly in terms of time. In fact, one of the main questions I get from people is, how do I read someone's intentions? How do I know if they're just stringing me along? How do I know if this person is wasting my time? I recently posted something across all of my social media saying, if you want to know someone's intentions, watch their actions, not their words. Okay, because just, actions just stop. Have uh, just stop it. Stop the evil. I'm going to play the clip again. I want you guys to listen to it again, but... Oh my even in trying to help people there's a there's me and then there's the bad person on the outside who wastes my time do you see you you heard the clip there first off you need to understand what i mean when i say relationships are inherently spiritual every situation you've ever gone through it's not a waste of time. There is no such thing as Mr. Right or Wrong. Everybody is right for you. Every single person you've ever dated is right for you. They were right for you at that moment. As Reggie talked about earlier. See, we have this vision in our head that say we, we deserve the best and the best of the best of the best. I deserve. But you haven't done the work. Some people think just because they had two parents that they somehow better than the person that had one. But if you got two parents that ignored your needs as a child, do you understand? <laughs> and that one person had one parent that was very attentive to everything they needed as a child. And that person was securely attached because they had a good primary caregiver an effective primary caregiver versus a kid that had two parents that weren't good, that came with their own baggage and their own situation, right? Well, because I had two parents, I'm in a better situation than you. Do you understand what I'm saying here? We're always looking to villainize the external person.
What have I said on numerous occasions from this seat, from KBLA Talk 1580? What have I said? I said your significant other can only be a question to your spirit. Your spirit is walking around with the answer. Do you understand? Like when I sit down to talk to people, I say, what's your attachment style? Do you know it? What's that? So you go into the relationship blind and all you got on your mind is what you can get. And when you don't get it, oh, okay. All right. (laughs) All right. I didn't get it, so it was a waste of my time. Most of us are trying to get things so we can fill holes in our spirit. Right? We're trying to get things to fill holes. Right? We come into our adult relationship with holes. And we're looking for the relationship to make us whole. When in fact, the whole process of making yourself whole is an inside job. I need y'all to understand that. That's an inside job. When I said earlier, the process of psychological healing, right? For many people, it takes a long time. Do you know why it takes a long time? For many people, they're stuck in the past. And it's difficult for them to let things go. And this is why it takes a long time to heal. But if you could connect to the now, as Eckhart Tolle spoke of in his book, If you could connect to right now, now is new. It is an empty canvas. And you could change things by doing that. Many people don't know how. So now we have to teach them. In order to be fully present in the now, you must fully let go of the past. Society has made us transactional people. Right. If you don't bring me peace, do you hear that? That is an expectation for modern day relationships. If you don't bring me peace. (laughs) It's not my job to bring you peace. It's your job to bring you peace. I know a lot of people don't understand it. They they don't want to hear that. They'd rather, you know. My partner come in and fill these holes. No. We got the whole you wasted my time concept mixed up. When I come forward, we have a re- a return caller? Yes, we do. When I come forward, the voice of reason will go to the caller. Kevin Gates. Ain't nobody off limits. I'm going to play everybody. My playlist is my co-host. We on fire tonight, man. We having a deep conversation. The bank of time, the bank of time, how our time could potentially be wasted in intimate relationship, right? The phrase time is a valuable currency in life encapsulates the notion that time, like money, is a limited resource that should be spent wisely, personally, Uh, This phrase reminds me of the importance of investing my time in meaningful pursuits 
that bring fulfillment and growth. When it comes to intimate relationships, allowing someone to waste your time can have profound consequences on your overall well-being and overall life satisfaction. When people waste your time, you could experience emotional drain. When we invest our time in an unfulfilling relationship, it often leads to emotional exhaustion. Constantly trying to salvage a relationship that lacks mutual respect, understanding, and support can drain our emotional reserves. This emotional drain can hinder our ability to focus on personal growth, pursue our passions, and maintain healthy self-esteem. I agree and disagree there. Yes, that could be uh, the outcome. Yes, that could be an outcome. But if you have a different perspective and you look at relationship difficulty from a different lens, you might be saying, hey, well, let me see what there is here to ex- uh, excavate. Like, let, is there a lesson I can, you know, extrapolate from this situation? Then it's not a waste of time. Right. Yeah, there still may be emotional drain. But there will be some gain at the end if you're looking for that. Then also wasted time. Oh, stagnation and missed opportunities. Do you see how all of this is about getting? But that's okay, right? I'm not saying getting is bad. I'm just saying when it's unidirectionally focused on getting, right, the relationships become pretty much transactional, right? Unfulfilling relationships can create a sense of stagnation where personal growth and self-improvement take a back seat. Time spent in such relationships can result in missed opportunities for personal and professional development. By allowing someone to waste our time, we inadvertently limit our potential and hinder our ability to explore new experiences and relationships that could bring genuine fulfillment again agree and disagree that could bring why don't you bring fulfillment you have to understand if you're if you're susceptible to emotional drain right that means that means there's something in you that deserves or that's calling to be worked on most of our relationships are designed on being upset because somebody didn't do what we wanted them to do That's what this uh, you wasted my time business is about. And it's frustrating hearing it. But that oh, I'm going to keep sharing. There's a negative impact on your mental health when somebody wastes your time. I'm not going to ask, how did you get in a situation for the umpteenth time where a person wasted your time? I'm not going to ask that. I'm not going to ask, why are you attracted to people who waste your time? Hmm? I'm, I'm not going to ask. Why are you attracted to unavailable people and you get to running after them? Right? That, you, that could be a contribution to the wasting of your time. Loss of authenticity and self-identity. You must not have believed in yourself in the beginning. If you're going to lose your authenticity and, and, and self-identity... When we allow someone to waste our time in an unfulfilling relationship, we risk 
losing touch with our authentic selves. We may compromise our values, interests, and aspirations to maintain a relationship that ultimately fails to bring us joy and fulfillment. Happiness, inside job. Self-esteem, inside job. Self-approval, inside job. Self-acceptance, inside job. Self-worth, inside job. Self-acknowledgement, inside job. Happiness, inside job. Again, do you see how relationships, the ideas around them are inverted? Everything is pointing to the, to the question and not the answer you carry inside you. You could be happy. You can be full of self-esteem and self-worth and you can radiate love and, and peace and joy and fulfillment and all of this and attract somebody in that's just like you. But you're attracting somebody in that's just like you, just not on the higher spectrum, just not on a higher consciousness. This is you as you are and you attract what you are. You get the work you've completed or you get the work you've ignored. That's how the spirituality of relationship works. Keep ignoring yourself. You're going to keep getting dissatisfaction. You dissatisfied with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Callie Soul from Denver called back in here. Let's get her back in to talk. I'm black. And she's black. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a quote, A Course in Miracles here. When we are healed, we're not healed alone. And all things are lessons that God would have us learn. Mm. You can't heal by yourself. I can sit up and read you know, all the self-help books that I want to mm -hmm. and have all of that information in my arsenal, right? Mm -hmm. But until I jump into or, or sit in any of my ships, friendship, relationship, courtship, whatever ship, that that's my opportunity to apply what I know mm -hmm. and a sword can't sharpen itself. Ooh, keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. So we, so our relationships continue to grow us up, and not in a physical sense, but in a spiritual sense. Mm -hmm. As we move through, as we heal, as we, as we're willing to have courageous conversations, we heal, and in that healing, we're healing the other person too, because just like. You showed up, they showed up in your life and you attracted them to you for whatever lessons you needed. They attracted you to them for whatever lessons they needed. Mm -hmm. mm, keep so going. like mm -hmm. this whole like you're wasting my time or whatever, like, no, I chose to waste my time. I chose to use you to either hurt myself or to grow myself. Ooh, wait, stay with us. And that's always stay with us, Callie Dolly. Either to hurt myself or to grow myself? Is that what you said? We want to blame it on other people for being in our lives. And it's like, well, who sent out the invitation? Wow. Stay with me. When we come forward, me and Callie Soul, we got something to talk about. When we come forward, Lord have mercy. The voice of reason is on fire. Ladies and gentlemen, Cindy Lauper. Time after time. And I know a lot of people, this is this is not your normal you wasted my time show. 
because I wanted to go deeper than just the superficial space that most people go to. Uh, signs they wasting your time, lack of communication. They consistently avoid opening up and being honest and having, you know, real communi communicate. Disregard of boundaries. They wasting your time. Emotional unavailability. Wasting your time. Frequent cancellations. They wasting your time. Constant criticism. They wasting your time. Manipulative behavior. Lack of trust. Neglecting your needs. Lack of effort. Stonewalling. Lack of intimacy. Uh, controlling behavior. Wasting your time. Lack of accountability. Wasting your time. Uh, dismissive attitude. Lack. Uh, wasting your time. Uh, uh, lack of reciprocity, wasting your time. Unresolved past issues, wasting your time. Lack of empathy, gaslighting, emotional manipulation. Lack of future planning, disrespectful behavior, inconsistent behavior, lack of growth. Listen, if all of that is available and, and present, what you there for anyway? And at the end of the day, if you invert this list, Everything that I just listed, if you came with it, good communication, respectful of your significant other's boundaries, right? Uh, you're emotionally available. You're consistent with your word. So there, there are no frequent cancellations, right? You provide emotional support, right? You're not constantly judging and criticizing, Right. You don't engage in manipulative behavior. Right. There is no lack of trust. You don't neglect n neglect your significant other's needs or your needs for that matter. Right. There is no lack of effort. You don't engage in stonewalling. You are open and available for intimacy. You don't mind sharing it. You don't have controlling behavior. Again. If you become the things that happened to you. Listen to what I'm saying. The invert of the things that happened to you that brought you to the space where you said, oh, yeah, you know, they wasted my time. I'm telling you right now, expectations. A lot of times people don't understand, man. They're 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 contaminated with fear and ego. I need you guys to understand that. And it manifests itself in your relationship. And it's a tough way to look at it. But I don't believe. That somebody could waste your time without your permission. Callie Soul, get in here, Denver, Colorado. Like I was saying before, if you, we feel like somebody's wasting our time or if they're rude, disrespectful, we got to look at the invitation that we sent out. And I almost said possibly sent out, but it's, we definitely sent it out. It's just that oftentimes we don't, especially in the human experience, in the human experience, your eyes project outwards. They see outwards. They don't see inwards. So, like, you're always looking as a human to look elsewhere mm -hmm. instead of taking accountability. Mm -hmm. But that's spiritual maturity to take accountability. Um, I'm listening. Go ahead, girl. You cooking. I lost I lost my train of thought right quick. Hey. Um, <laughs> dang. It happens but, to the best of us. Go ahead. Yeah, no worries. Um, all in all, again, like you've said before, you might have a buster beacon and you think because your beacon is all shined up with, you know, whatever accoutrement you want to put on it. Right. You know, for the fellas, it might be the Rolex, the car, the house, the 
persona for women. It might be the hair, the nails, whatever. Like you think just because you done, you know, dressed it up that it's still not a buster beacon. It's mm. like, nah, like if your spirit ain't right, <laughs> if somebody, anything that shows up in your life, toxic or not, like you called it to you. So you got to so be willing to wait, look in. You saying if your spirit ain't right, let me get this right. You saying if your spirit ain't right, you are wasting your own time pursuing a relationship with somebody else? Yeah. Just like you looking like, oh, if they don't bring me peace, then they can't be in my life. Mm. You got to bring yourself peace. Mm. And if the opposite of peace showed up in your life, then you want some chaos to teach you some lessons until you can learn to love yourself. (laughs) So you a little bit more. (laughs) So you were here with us in the first hour when everybody was calling in and basically making the point that it's, it's really relationships here in America, just really transactional, right? They're just transactional. You wasted my time because you didn't give me what I want. Right. Yeah, you're wasting your own time because you won't go get what you want. You won't create what you want. You want somebody else to do it for you. Or you won't become what you want. Mm. See, many people (laughs) want love. They want to receive it, but they don't look. They don't know how to give it. But they uh, they don't know that you won't have to receive it if you become it. It won't be an expectation. People want peace, but they don't know how to cultivate peace from within. So when they don't get these things that somebody told them they were supposed to get, I don't know if it was Disney, I don't know who told them this, Callie, but when they don't get what the expectation says it wants, then it's, you know, you wasted my time. Yeah. Callie, how do we grow them up in one step? Give us one good step right now. Be willing to look at yourself. Everything that you want to experience, be it. Like you just said, create it for yourself. Create peace, cultivate the peace within you. You don't even got to create it. It's already there. Love is already there. Love is what you are. Mm. Let it out. But a lot of times we could bring in the past but to how, the present experience how do and they, block in it. How do they let it out? So many people don't know how to do this. How is it done? That's a process. That's a process. And the main thing is willingness to see yourself, to be vulnerable with yourself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to take your journey seriously and to take full accountability for your experience, for your emotions, for the way you're going to see things, for the way you're going to extend. Mm -hmm. Fear retracts. Love extends. So your vibe right now is reminding me of Delana Zimmerman. (laughs) <laughs> I love Delaney. Right? Because she yeah. says something that was exceedingly powerful the last time she was here. She says, we think we are, we're in love with people, but really we're in fear with people. <laughs> she said, we're not in love. We are in fear with each other. Not in love she with each other, that. but in fear with each other. And I think yeah. there's a fear of not getting what we signed up for. There's a fear mm-hmm. of being hurt again. There's a fear of wounds being reawakened. Uh, Do you get what I'm saying? And all of this sets it up for blame. 
right? Absolutely. Because once I get hurt, now I get to blame you because you didn't do what you were supposed to. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Outside of me, no accountability. Wow. And you can't heal from not taking accountability. Mm. Mm. But, it's impossible. But accountability in what context? Because I always tell people you can only be accountable for what you're in control of. Right? Because your feelings, mm-hmm. your views. Mm. Okay. How you, like, we can all sit here and experience the, the same situation and see it totally different. Mm. Somebody, you know, five of us might be like, this was a, the, well, the, the upside of this is such and such. And the other five is like, well, this was terrible. It, you know, like, but it's still all on that. Like how they say beauty is in the eye of, the beholder, the beholder, yes. Experience, perception of your experience is, is in your control. Nice. Ah, uh, well, listen, Callie, we got to go now. But Lord All have right. mercy, we appreciate you. Callie Soul, Denver, Colorado in the building. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Like I said, I start the conversations, you finish them. Don't listen to me. I don't know anything about relationships. I'm an abject failure at them. But it's okay. I've learned a lot. But guess who's coming up next to keep the fire lit? Our girl, Jill Monroe, RSVP. The fire continues. Voice of Reason back at you tomorrow.